Hey, this is Wesley. Hey, this is Josh. And you are listening to the Family Blueprint Podcast. We're equipping the families to be all that God has called them to be. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Family Blueprint Podcast. Uh, We are sitting here with Brian and Lauren Hill, Um, awesome family at our church. I've had the pleasure of having all their kids a part of our um, kids' ministry, and now two of them are in student ministry, right, Josh? That's exactly right. A great family, and we're really excited to have you guys here with us today for a conversation. Thank you. We're thrilled to be here. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm excited to know how you guys met, how God brought your family together, and then how he brought you guys to Salem as a family to worship. Well, we met uh, actually um, through friends of friends, so we had really good friends. Um, one of my coworkers that I went actually went to college with, um, and he had a, a girlfriend at the time who was a nurse, and Lauren was a nurse, and that's kind of how we got together was common common friends and we we hit it off immediately, immediately very true. quickly and uh you know it was pretty clear that you know god what god had in store for us and um we followed that lead followed god's leading yeah mm-hmm. how, long, how long have you been married now 2002. Yeah, so... 16 years. 16 years. And five kids. They're um, 15, 13, 11, almost 10, and three and a half. Yeah, two boys on the ends and girls in the middle. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. uh, you, You've got a sweet family. And we certainly see God working through you all. And, um, you know, today we're talking about family worship and what, what what that looks like in the family. So... Um, the most important thing is the people that God gives you in your home to point to Jesus. So yeah. we'll um, we'll definitely dig into that. Uh, how long have you been at Salem? Um, let's see. This year, this year made seven years. It was seven years in March. Cool. So we had um, experienced. Uh, we had been the members of a church for since we got married about ten years in, and then that church split, and. Um, we just were looking for other churches in the area to attend. Our, I had a friend text me and say, well, what about Salem? And I, I didn't even know about Salem. We came the next Sunday. The Lord put so many uh, check marks in our path yeah. that this is where we should be. And yeah, we immediately knew, immediately. Um, maybe not walking in the door, but not long after that, that um, this was our new home. And mm-hmm. um, we just felt God's love and power here and uh, it was a very family friendly church um, very strong preaching and teaching and so that's really what has kept us here um, over the years sweet so um, 2020 has been the most normal year of my life (laughs) just kidding how has uh, what's happened in the past year you know COVID quarantine and stuff how's that affected your family how's that um what are some wins? What are some headaches that come with that? Well, um, even before COVID, we homeschooled the vast majority of our kids. Um, all of our kids start off, started off homeschooling. Um, Davis, for a few years, went to private Christian school. Uh, and then this year, we had already planned for him to come back and, and for us to kind of drive his schooling. And 
So from a, from a school perspective, which affects a lot of families, yeah. um, for us, it wasn't a huge impact for us. Um, so the biggest impact in, on, on our family was really me being home, um, doing work from home, which mm -hmm. I had never done. I've been working for 20 years now and never had an opportunity to really work from home for an extended period of time. And uh, so just me being home and being part of the daily routine has been different. But for, for me, it's been a blessing. I, I love it. Um, I, I do miss some of the work camaraderie sure, and that yeah. sort of thing. But, but being home with my family has been fantastic. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, it's, we've loved having Brian home. Uh, you know, it has its challenges at times, but they've been very few. Um, it's been interesting, that dynamic of extroverts versus introverts in our house. <laughs> sure. The extroverts, we have a couple of those. And, you know, when things first locked down, they were a little nutty at the thought of like only being with us all the time. Yeah. In fact, Davis would I, I say. I might know that, that feeling is like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Davis would look at me and say, Mom, I've got to see some other people. It's not you, but it's you. You know, he's just kidding, of course, but he's like, I've got, I've got to see someone else. But, um, which I understand. But for those of us, me, that's introverted, you know, it's been okay. But yeah. anyway, the, the different personality dynamics has been interesting to see. But. And the biggest downside for us, you know, church is our kids' biggest yep. social outlet, um, being yep. homeschoolers. And so, you know, not having that as much, I mean, it's been decent. I mean, the youth has been able to meet and that sort of thing, but our normal routine has, has been thrown way out of whack yeah. from that perspective. Yeah, it, it has been awesome to be able to connect with your students at a youth group and, and see them, but we know there's so many other families that you, for one reason or another, aren't able to join or, you know, because of the stage yeah. of life, things just, it just looks different for everybody. So that's why I feel family worship is so important to come back to because everyone can worship as a family. So what does family worship look like for the Hill family? How, how would you describe that if someone said, well, what is family worship like in your home? Well, before, before COVID hit, it was more, uh, you know, Bible study and prayer together. Um, and I can't say that it's always been consistent, like all the time, yeah. but you know, for big stretches of time it has been, and we haven't missed a lot of big stretches. So that's been good. And the kids, uh, they participate well and they, uh, for the most part, enjoy, we know we have our moments. Every, every family does as far as, you know, paying attention and seeing things like that, sure. just depending on the day. But, um, before COVID it was all about, um, Bible study and prayer, and and when the kids were younger, it was before bedtime, mm -hmm. and as the kids have gotten older with different schedules, it's really kind of had to morph into an after dinner, like you know, right after we have supper, because mm -hmm. you know people go their separate ways and have work to do and that sort of thing. So, but with COVID, things changed a bit because we did we started doing online church, and mm -hmm. and really that's in a lot of ways has been a blessing. Um, we. We've always enjoyed worshiping together in the worship services. Um, we, I don't know if you've seen us sit on that row. We take up the entire row. <laughs> <laughs> Might have seen that. <laughs> um, but, you know, the difference is when we're home in the living room and we have, we have it on our TV in the living room and we're doing the service uh, and participating and singing, we can hear all the voices of our kids. And it's just such That's a blessing awesome. to hear them singing. You know, when you're in, in the worship center, it's pretty loud, and so you don't always hear all the voices around you. And often, before I was in the choir, or and I yeah. wasn't able to 
worship with my kids. So that's one blessing from the lockdown and or the COVID situation that has been a, a wonderful blessing for me. By far, on Sunday mornings, to hear my whole family just belt out those songs and, in worship, it's what just amazing. Like, as does my mama heart good. Um, but yeah, as Brian was saying, our family worship has looked different through the years. Um, when they were little, um, it was right before bedtime. It was short and sweet because, you know, the attention span is short. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and I'd say we probably started when our oldest was maybe seven, Something like six that, yeah. or seven. Um, and so, of course, things are, things are short. And as they get older and mature, um, you know, that has looked different, different through the years. So yeah. practically speaking, um, when they were very little, we used um, like a family devotional. So it had a Bible verse. Very quick Bible story. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pray together as a family over the needs of of our extended family, over needs within the church, you know. Um, and then as they've gotten older, it's, it's morphed into different ways. Currently, we just read a few um, verses of Scripture and talk about those. And, okay. Um, Do you mind me asking this, where you read from? We're in James right now. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're in the first chapter of James. We were in Hebrews for a little bit, but that was, we needed, we needed a little switch. So we switched sure. over to James. Yeah. It was a little intense for, <laughs> yeah, the we got through two chapters. of Melchizedek. And, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. a little intense. But, it's a um, rich and full book, the book of Hebrews. Yes. It is. So we got through two chapters of that, but, so we've switched over to James mm-hmm. right currently. But, you know, we read a couple of verses, um, have really rich discussion on what that is, and Right. It is. It is neat to see the the different perspectives among our kids because there's age differences, there's gender differences, yeah. and there's big personality differences. So you you get a lot of imagine. varied person like yeah. varied perspectives mm-hmm. from that and um, and different understandings. And and I, I think it's we get valuable comments from all of our kids. You know, and generally, what well, you know, as we all as Christians, we read the scriptures and we want to know how we can apply it. And, and that's kind of our, how, how do we understand it, one, but then how do we put that to action? And that's what, you know, part of the James we talked yeah. about, being doers of the word. Being yeah. doers of the word. Yeah. Very practical. So it's, it sounds like the, the certain elements have not changed, the reading of the word, prayer, singing together uh, at times as well, certainly an important part of it, but also being flexible as to when to do it, how to do it, the, the personalities, the dynamics, the ages, you have to be flexible with it. But, I mean, true family worship involves, for certain, prayer and the word and responding in song. Uh, at, at least that's that's what it sounds like. And I, I can say from our limited personal experience, because our kids are all little, but our middle child, he learns very differently from our oldest. And he will not sit still and just listen to a Bible story. So... Sometimes we gotta stand up. <laughs> we gotta act it out. You know, we. If, if, I remember vividly the one story where this really stuck out to me. That oh, now I actually have him involved in family worship. Is um, we marched around the walls of Jericho together, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just I talked about marching around the walls. Well, son one connects with that. Son two is antsy and all over the place. Hey, let's march around the walls together. And now. 
obviously not our youngest. You know, she just turned one, so she's not marching <laughs> right. anywhere. She's, yeah. crawling, she's around. crawling around the walls <laughs> of Jericho. But <laughs> it's I, I really came to appreciate that, and that keeps us humble. I think as parents, I don't just because I've led family worship for a couple of years, every month looks different and 2020 has certainly looked different. So I appreciate you sharing what that looks like in your family. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, a big thing about it is being intentional and in, in making a rhythm out of your day, rhythm out of your week, um, to do that. Um, if you had a family come up to you and say, you know, that, that sounds great, but you know, what's, what's the wins of that? What's the benefits of that? Why, what are some some benefits to doing a family worship like that? I'll, I'll speak on just a couple of those. So the wins of family worship, I think it offers the opportunity to connect in a different way than just living, just the going through the motions of life. It requires us to um, really be. I like your word intentional. That's a word I use a lot. Uh, about myself and how I try and be an intentional mother and just not kind of float, right? Um, So it it requires us to be really intentional with how we interact with each other, how we we interact with, more importantly, God's Word. Um, So another, in, in addition to that, it helps us model to them, like, again, that goes back to being intentional, it helps us model to them, um, what it looks like to worship the Lord on a continual basis every day and be really consistent with it. And that's, that's important to me. Um, lots of, I mean, there's lots of wins though. Yeah. Just, just the truth of scripture and, you know, just purely reading scripture and, and talking about it and together and trying to, to hash it out, understand it and glean from it as much as possible to me that, you know, God often will just guide our discussion. Like, I won't really have a clue what I'm planning to talk about. <laughs> it just starts to happen. Yeah. And, you know, and then we start to feed off each other a bit. And to me, just the, just God using his word to, to drive our discussion, to drive our prayers, to help us look outside of ourselves and at other people, It's a, that's a huge positive to me. Because it's, it's kids... I mean, I was this way when I was a kid. I was very, you know, self-centered, yeah. you know, and I mean, Me and even adults are self-centered, right? We, we, we often are, so. you know, but what God's word does is it help us, helps us to look outside of ourselves and, and together we can all kind of move in that direction as a family. And that's a huge positive for me. Yeah. I'll mention one other win, if that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't you know, especially with COVID, we're together a lot, and we're together a lot as a family anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can kind of peck and pester and get on each other's nerves. You know what buttons to push and, you know, um, normal normal family dynamics. <laughs> Surely not. Or it is, or it is at Thank least at our house. Thank you transparency. Yeah. <laughs> we're there so, too. <laughs> yeah. So it is interesting, though. You can have the worst attitudes in the world going into family worship. And I've just fed them. I mean, it's right after supper. You think they'd be, you know super happy but (laughs) even even if they come in with bad attitudes there is no way that you can read god's word and worship and pray together as a family and walk away from that um grumbly or cranky or complaining or so to see god transform our attitudes Mm. as a family unit as a whole but then individually is that's refreshing to see that's good i love hearing all these wins yeah. for family worship well it's not perfect and, so there's a there's well, some challenges right. and i 
honestly, you know, an answer partial answer to your question, Wesley, the pro has been for me to really see how much I need the gospel, how much I need to be worshiping every single day because all the issues I want to point out in my kids, <laughs> and we know the list really well, honestly, it's like, man, I do that. So where, where did he learn that? Where did she learn that? From me and, and from my wife. And so it keeps us humble. That's a big pro. It's not slowing down to disciple our kids. Uh, it's actually keeping us humble, tethered to reality, tethered to the grace of God in our families. Um, that's that's um, a really good pro. But if I could awkwardly transition to the other side, what are some headaches for trying to get a whole family to worship together, to be on the same page? Uh, what have you found in your family that might be a setback or some people might use as an excuse for why not to do family worship? Well, the one thing I mentioned earlier about the different personalities and the different ages, you know, can it, it definitely is at times, uh, you know, a negative. We've got a, a three-year-old who's just loaded with energy. I'm sure you guys don't know what that's about. And he's, <laughs> yeah, he is definitely a boy boy. And, and it's, it's sometimes hard to keep him, you know, settle down and um, to keep the peace a bit. And in there, you know, we, we have times when people get the giggles and won't pay attention and that sort of thing so that we have to stop and, you know, get everything under control <laughs> and try to try to get back on track. Yeah. So, you know, that's, but I think that's just part of a family, you know, yeah. the, the typical. Um, one of the big negatives for me is just being careful not to beat myself up if we don't, if we, we miss a day or two or a week or, you know, just to be sure we get back to it, yeah. you know, and... Um, intentional right be yeah being intentional but being intentional but not not beating yourself up if you can't yeah you know you guys talked about how difficult it is anyway um to to do it so it's just make sure you do it and and if you miss you miss you just get right back into it yeah it's not a box to check right it has meaning behind it right um as far as the negatives with um with a younger one and who is you know just rambunctious i mean he is just full of energy but it's also a good opportunity. This is we to teach him. Everybody's sitting around the table. Everybody's sitting still, and that's what your job is because that's respectful to God. It's not respectful to be up making noise and um, playing with your loud truck. I mean, that's just not the time to do it. So, mm-hmm. it's a good teaching opportunity. I mean, everything we do, everything we do is like yeah. a teaching opportunity, right? Um, There's a lesson right there. Well, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, it, it keeps us humble, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's a, good, it's a good teaching opportunity to all of us. You know, what is my posture like? Am I sitting up paying attention? Mm. I mean, am I, am I trying to get the giggles under control? You know, it's, it's all those, I mean, that's all self-control, right? So, yeah, good lessons every night. I, I would imagine, Lauren, for you, there's probably maybe a few more headaches. If we're talking right after dinner, you got the dishes, you got, right. you got to get kids to bed. and. Right. It, it takes time, right? It does take time. And like Brian said, you know, it's kind of changed through the years. It used to be right before bedtime. That was the easiest. And now this is the easiest time. Um, so, yeah, you just, you're right. You have to be flexible. You mentioned that earlier. It's being flexible in uh, the season of life that you're in. Yeah. So, 
This is where we are right now. What it'll look like in six months, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't anything's know. gonna look like no. in six I know. months. Well, really, right. that's true. That for your family, true. you tr- trucks and <laughs> and I don't know, phones, TV. What right. families have different distractions. For me, when I was a kid, we had a hamster, and oh. his name was Buddy. But <laughs> Buddy the hamster in his hamster wheel. He's, he smelled like sawdust. <laughs> so, but Buddy was the biggest. <laughs> You cannot see how red Wesley's face is right now. <laughs> Buddy was a big distraction in our in our family worship. So I remember one time. See, I can even. I, to this day, I can't get the giggles under control. But I see him just racing all over my mom. He's going up her <laughs> arms, her shoulders. He's running across her, and she's she's trying to sit real still, you know, because dad's reading the Bible and this is family worship. <laughs> and I am dying laughing on the, because buddy, he's, yeah, I don't, he's I don't do rodents. And so you know, my dad puts his foot down and Hey, this is, this is family worship time. We got to focus. And so somebody, mom, somebody get buddy, get buddy under control. <laughs> and, uh, looking back at it now, of course, you know, and, I shouldn't have gotten distracted, but I think that God has a sense of humor, and and Jesus certainly had a sense of humor, and and we understand families have pets, they have trucks, they've got Legos on the floor, and so whatever whatever your situation looks like, you know that might be a con, so to speak. It's hard to keep focused, but it's it's just keeping it real, right? That's Absolutely. right. That's keep right. it real. Keep it real. That's that's very important, like buddy. <laughs> like buddy. <laughs> So here's another awkward segue. So how, um, you know, we talked about in the past two episodes the importance of the family and the role of discipleship for kids. And so how does family worship pan out in that perspective? Well, we kind of touched on it earlier. You know, it gives, gives them that model of, you know, how to pray, how to read God's Word, how to kind of you know, glean as much as we can from it. Um, how how just the act of praying demonstrates your faith in God. You know, um, how you can learn to worship with other people who are different from you. And um, it, it just, to me, uh, that model is the biggest thing, you know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> I would say that family worship for us is just an extension of discipleship. You know, we're together all day long. There's um, so many, so many opportunities for discipleship. I mean, it truly is all day long, Um, whether we're having a school day or not. um, You know, the opportunity to uh, correct character or um, to stop and pray when something's gone really well and thank God for that or the opportunity to stop and pray when we need help doing, you know, Mm -hmm. fill in the blank. So I feel like family worship is really just an extension of the discipleship uh, like that's outlined in Deuteronomy 6. I mean, I, I take that very seriously. Yeah. So I feel like it's just a, another like offshoot of, of that verse, trying yeah. to adhere to that verse. That's good. So. I, I, I appreciate that you in, included like that, that lifestyle, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better yeah. word, mm-hmm. of discipleship and, and family worship just being an extension of that. Right. Like, it, it makes sense to do this to, to help disciple our kids. What I was just also going to say that I think that um, we want our kids to know that they live in a home where God is honored. Yeah. And I'm. It's huge. And I am not 
sure how we would accomplish that without family worship in the in the way that that we want to in the way that we want to put God in his rightful place as the head of our home um yeah I'm, I'm not sure how we would be able to accomplish that without family worship yeah to actually make time spend time with creator redeemer god and, right. and praise them and and, and so pray our, together. right and so our children know that that is what we believe and um yeah and that's what our that's what our home is about yeah that's good one of my prayers that, that i find myself praying often i mean Lucy's not to the point where, you know, she's totally understanding everything we say. And when, when I'm praying over her, she she's like, well, why are you talking and nobody else is talking to you? <laughs> right. You know, but my prayer is, you know, that we are creating, uh, we're fostering this nurturing environment for her so that um, whenever she comes to that age, um, the, the conversations about Jesus and about faith they're natural to her because she's she's understood us um, having that kind of conversation. She's grown up in a in a house where her parents love her and have shown her that love. Yeah, we, there are times where we have conversations with with a student, someone who who goes to our church, even an adult, and and you say, hey, what do you think about talking to your parents about this or talking to someone? And, and they say, well, we don't really talk about this much at home. So it's super uncomfortable when God's doing a, a great work in their life, and now they're kind of wondering how to approach it with their parents. So parents, if you're setting that culture that we just talk about the things of God, and we praise God, and we love God, and we pray to God, then you're right, Wesley. It, it, if there are questions, if there are wrestlings, if there's struggles, it's a natural place. It, it's a comfortable place to talk about that. So can I ask, we like to do this with, with uh, the closing of each podcast is to talk about a memorable family moment for you. Um, either it could be something from the past that had a huge impact on you and on how you view discipleship in the home, or maybe it's something recent that God's done for your family, just a really good memory or blessing that you have as a family. I've, I've been thinking about this. There, there are several that, uh, that really just jump out to me. Um, but I'll only mention one. We moved um, houses about two and a half years ago. And so at the time, uh, our kids were seventh grade, fifth grade, third grade, first grade, and Harrison was a baby. Mm-hmm. And we were excited about moving. We had literally outgrown our house. Harrison was sleeping in the closet. I mean, we, <laughs> we had to have a different house. <laughs> so we were all excited about moving. But... Um, it was such a blessing to see our kids pitch in and help us. Davis and Brian moved every box out of that house, and he was only in the seventh grade, and he worked like a man did. I mean, it was just impressive. Clara was in the fifth grade. She and I packed up every inch of that house. I said, you know, 15 years from now, we'll say, this was the year, you know, we packed up the whole house. Yeah. We'll think back on it and think about how hard we worked. But And then we we. We moved us into the new house with a little bit of help from our parents, but it was this huge undertaking. But it it was such a delight to see our children and, and Brian and myself as parents work so hard to accomplish this huge task. I feel like it brought yeah. us closer as a family. I feel like it, um, it taught our children uh, the value of having this home and, you know, we earned we earned our way into that house. You know, it's mm-hmm. different when you when something's given to you, but yeah. we earned our way by moving ourselves yeah. into that house, and it was a um, it was just a really good experience to think back yeah. on. It was so much hard work, but 
have distinct memories of being so proud of Brian and, and the kids for, for just pitching in and just working really hard. Yeah. That's awesome. Well done, Brian. Yeah, it was, That's awesome. it was very well, very well done. <laughs> it's a man's share of work right there, moving your family. Yeah, when you, when you have five kids, you got lots of hands, so it's... <laughs> and feet. Was, and feet, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Did, did you have any other memory to add to that, or was that the one you were thinking of? Um, I don't really have specific memory other than just, you know, we, I take the kids up to the mountains every year, um, to Hanging Rock Park and just being with them, with me and just the, so far it's been the older kids, the the older four. Harrison's too too small, but yeah, yeah. probably to take him to Hanging Rock. But just being in God's nature and in, in in his world with the kids and let, and enjoying that with them, that to me is a a huge blessing and sweet. Yeah. God has given us a world full of object lessons mm-hmm. to, to start this kind of conversations, right? Mm-hmm. That's sweet. So this has been, for my benefit, if not anybody else's, this has been super encouraging to me. Um, I love you guys. I'm thankful for you. Thankful for yes, your thank uh, you. family at Salem. Yeah, yeah. for huge, sure. Huge part of our church family at Salem. Thank so you. Thank you thank for you. opening up your, your home <laughs> and, and conversation. Let us know what God's doing in your lives. It's really encouraging yeah. to hear. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope this has been encouraging for you um, as you think through what is family worship, uh, what it might look like, and even some of the headaches that come with it. Uh, we are glad that we can provide this resource for you and for your family. Uh, we do want to let you know to be on the lookout for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are going to have another big Advent um, emphasis here at Salem with the Advent devotional. Um, and we're going to tie all that in into our family blueprint this year. I think it's a really yes. cool uh, integration. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to have a video probably coming out Thanksgiving week um, that will do a big overview of uh, the devotional, the theme, and things like that. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, if you're slugging your way through Hebrews right now and family worship, <laughs> hey, we have an Advent devotional coming, and, and we'll lay out the passages for you each Rescue week. Us. Or, you know, if you're wrapping up James as you get to that time. We hope that's a helpful resource. That's really what we want it to be. It's sure. for personal reading, but also you know, for your family. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, well, everybody. For thanks listening. for joining us. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. Awesome.